Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I am TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to recap my trip to Kentucky, which will honestly probably be an outline for a future podcast episodes. So it's like a preview of, of what's, what's to, to come. come. But also, I've been talking too long, I should put this on. <laughs> Full disclosure, I didn't know you were in Kentucky. Right, because I flew into Cincinnati. I thought you were in Cincinnati. So did I, until I drove... I'm sorry, wait a second. Cincinnati, Ohio. Ohio. It's apparently near Kentucky. What? Along the Ohio River. I guess Kentucky's on the other side of that. Wow. (laughs) I had no idea. So when they say they live in Cincinnati, they don't. No, they do. Oh, the oh the, the place house you that we at. were staying at was in Kentucky. Wow! Did yeah. you cross the river? I have no idea. Yes, we crossed a river, not on boat or anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I was just yeah. following the GPS, right? Um, but yes, I was in Kentucky. Flew into Cincinnati. It says turn. <laughs> That's the lake. That's the lake. It knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, like that's the river. Yeah, uh, the Ohio River. Apparently. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Or anyway. Anyways, I was in Kentucky for this group that I'm a part of called Integrated, started by Jeff Bethke and Jeremy Pryor. And I'm gonna recap all of that here in yeah. you know, after we get done. Talking about other stuff, I guess. Talking about the Ohio River and the Kentucky. I almost said shooting the Oh, blank word, but you have I've, said that word I've on never, our podcast. I've never swore before. Yes, that was a miss. That was a misstep in was my it? podcast experience. I was said it? the sh word, not shut up, which was also the sh word in oh, our house growing yeah. up. You couldn't say shut up. Yeah, and I rarely. Ever I don't think say, you've ever said it. Yeah, unless we're joking, like yeah. shut up. Oh gosh. Anyways, all that to say, thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. We are so so grateful. Um, we're also especially grateful for great reviews, including this mm. one titled Double Money. <laughs> Not just single money, but it's double money, double review, double money. Uh, wow, those wedding stories were amazeballs. Also, love the use of amazeballs. Uh, anytime. Brooke, Brooke throws that in yeah. all the time. Uh, I think you could do a whole episode on just that. I was dying. Thanks for the last. Also, to answer your question, I will continue to listen to the podcast rather than watch because I love listening to it while I'm doing other things. So we're talking about how the YouTube video version of the podcast is coming. Yeah. And it's almost kind of ruined our current <laughs> setup in our minds. So we we've kn- got senioritis yeah, about it. We've got atticitis. We know the attic is being <laughs> finished. September 21st is the start date for construction. Yeah. So it's like by October we'll be in there probably. I don't know. I don't know what construction, how long it takes. I have no idea. I didn't ask any follow-up questions. Yeah. I just Sounds saw about right. September 21st. Cool. 21st. No, we know like, nothing else. I was I like, okay. Really <laughs> Um, so we appreciate the reviews. Keep leaving them. They mean a lot to us and they're fun to read and laugh at. Um, quick housekeeping item. We will not have an episode next week. So it's Sunday today when we're recording in the basement, which Brooke could fit out out the window if she wanted to, if it was a fire flood kind of situation, Mm -hmm. stairs are on fire, basement is flooding. That's the scenario that we still get out. We decided the window would be our exit plan. Yeah. There's two windows. So we could exit at the same. There's three. There's three. That one doesn't open very well. Yeah. So maybe just those two. Just those two. We could. There get is out. a door I've totally forgotten about that does lead out the back with stairs. I'm just <laughs> but now it's remembering it's But it's got an old mattress you. in front of it. 
to right. help prevent the winter air from coming. So I'd have to uh, muscle that mattress out of the way. It'd be half wet, so that'd be difficult. Right. But I think I could do it. I think that'd be do probably... Mat- mattresses don't float, do they? I have no idea. I'm sure they do at some point, and then when they get too waterlogged, they, they sink. They sink. Yeah. Wow. Science. It's a metaphor for Science. life. <laughs> when you get too waterlogged... <laughs> you sink. You sink. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's where we're recording. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said that. Housekeeping. <laughs> I have no idea. Are you now thinking, I don't know where I am. I think my head was so yeah. big scientists did experiments on me. So that's what happened to me as a kid. So yeah. now I'm unsure why I started saying that. You're saying it's, it's Sunday. It's Sunday. Tomorrow's Monday, the day the podcast <laughs> comes out. That's how dates work. Um, Tuesday, we are leaving to go to San Diego. Yes. We are going to visit my San sister. Diego. San Diego. Um, it was a combination of one, my sister bought a new house. So yeah. she doesn't live in an apartment anymore which means that she has more room mm. for us to stay with her. Two, COVID airline prices were are the bomb diggity. Yeah. Got the whole trip for 250 round trip for each person. Yeah. That's insane yeah. to fly. Not only is it insane, but we're flying out of Harrisburg into San Diego. Both are expensive airports to yeah. go to and from. Yeah. So. Because normally we fly out of Philly. Philly, so it's an hour and a half drive. So it adds just more time. And there are yeah. times when we are thinking about going to like the Southern California area, even to San Diego and we'll fly into LAX cause it's so much cheaper. Yeah. And so to go from Harrisburg, which is like a 25 minute drive yeah. to San Diego, which is then another like 30 minute drive to Sam's house is just bonkers at yeah. $250 round trip, Yeah. round trip people. Wow. 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 So Sam getting a new house, COVID airline pricing, as well as, I booked these months ago. I think I was in that sort of like early stages of quarantine where you were like, nothing happy will ever happen again. Mm-hmm. We will never do anything but live in our home forever right. and ever. Yeah. So I bought tickets. Sounds about right. So that's where I was. It was yeah. a nice place to be. And uh, San Diego is com- a nice place. So to be. combined, it's created a beautiful outcome. We're leaving Looking for San Diego. And we're going to be there for a week hanging out with Sam. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of sure we'll share about it on yeah. our stories. Yeah. And Instagram. I'm hoping to eat tacos. Tacos. See the beach. See the beach. Mm. This is the Mount, this is the unofficial Mount Rushmore of San Diego trip. Tacos. Take, take pictures of plants that don't um, exist around here. Plant photos. So that I can later scroll back and go, oh, wow. Scrolling. No, that's not part of it. That's just no. that's part of it. Uh, now I need four because you said Mount yeah. Rushmore. Um, so would seeing Sam be on that list? Maybe. Oh yes, it'd be cool to see family. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. That's a given. <laughs> We're staying with them. That's cool. I'm really, really excited. I can't wait. Um, and I was glad that I got to travel um, pre, like by myself, kind of knowing what to expect with yep. all the guidelines and things like that before we Do throw two kids in. Um, quick travel, funny travel note. Again. Everyone's going to protect themselves to their own desired conclusion. Yeah. Mask, face shield, gloves, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't expect at the airport to see two people walking by you with swim goggles on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you're in a pool. Someone swimming laps. That's a scenario where yeah. you expect the swim goggles. Yeah. That's the end of the list. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so pretty much. Two people walking by, swim goggles on, which I have to say are not fun to put on dry. No. So did they get ready, dunk their heads, put the goggles Oh, no, on? I think they just went dry yeah. the whole time. Oh, ouch. I know. Why add that to yeah. 2020? I know. So they had swim goggles on. They had like the 
They had the like uh, rubber, rubber dish, gloves. dish gloves on. Mm-hmm. They had two masks on because you could see the double bands behind the ears. Like one was higher than the other, or they no, were just they had up? like the like paper one and then the like cloth one over it. Mm-hmm. So just double the protection, double the fun. Um, just one pair of goggles, though. I mean, they're not crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> The, the goggles is the just goggles uncomfortable. It's just next level. Yeah. I don't even like wearing goggles in the pool. Yeah, not really. And then they had the face shield. So goggles. Do you think they spit in the inside <laughs> to keep it from fogging up like you do in the pool? And then we they got just to- pull them out and then they <laughs> slap, slap, <laughs> slap them back onto their face. And then we, I got to see them do something. I She she was like checking something. Yeah. It was a man or a woman. And uh, she took off the glove. Mm-hmm. One glove. Yeah. <laughs> Goggles were still intact. <laughs> as soon as the glove came on, the hand sanitizer came went off. On. The glove came off, the hand sanitizer went on the hand. Okay. Immediately. Okay. Then she did. How was she rubbing it in with one hand? She just like squirted. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she like kind of just like oh, just, single-handed okay. rubbed it in there. Okay. And then she did something. I forget what she did. She was like checking her ID or something. Something very nominal. Yeah. More sanitizer. Yeah. Glove back on. Okay. So gloves I just. Gloves are also, those gloves aren't easy to put no, on. No, they are not. So I, uh, you know, again, I, I am making fun of this person very directly, but I don't know who they are. <laughs> I, I had to stop and stare. And again, protection level to your own comfort. Yes. But it was a sight to see. Yeah. I mean, the goggles in the airport are... It, well, why not just wear a swim mask? Because then your nose is covered. <laughs> right. I mean, the nose is still an entry point. So maybe then... Ears. You got to got to have the earplugs. Mm. You have to look like Brooke going to school, going to summer camp. Mm, I never went to summer camp, so okay. nice try. Nice try. That joke doesn't land, but the earplugs and uh, <laughs> nose plugs are the very... nose plug is very real, just not at summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to San Diego. No episode that next week. Um, we appreciate you guys being okay with that or just crying silently to yourselves. Um, <laughs> also, today is sort of a... Is it a no notes? No notes. No notes. No notes. No notes? No notes. <laughs> they go on like that for a while, but I wanted to keep the short oh. the clip short. It's like a no it's like a half no notes show. It's like an inception show. Okay. It is basically no notes, but I am reading my notes from Different my trip notes. to Kentucky. Wow. Yeah, I journaled in a journal. Mm. Um and so we're gonna kinda recap the Kentucky trip, but it's but it's gonna have the feeling no of notes. a no notes show. No notes. No notes. No notes? No notes. <laughs> No, no. He's like, perfect. (laughs) And his eyeballs get all big like Ed Miller does. Um, So before we go into the recaps of my week and Brooke's week and the the No Notes Notes show, um, (laughs) I have a song of the week, but really I have an album of the week. Yeah. The Need to Breathe (laughs) Out of Body album finally came out this past Friday. Was it just this Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't have it on my trip. Mm. And it is so good. So I, you know, just any song. Any song from that, period. <laughs> End of story. Go listen to the whole album. Need to breathe out of body. But I'm going to add Mercy Shore to our Song of the Week playlist, which you can find in our note, show notes. Oh.
so good. So good. And as always, I'm like, man, these headphones are so nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I need to add that to like, I don't know. I don't know if it's part of my Sabbath or some other rhythm just, of like listening to music that I really enjoy with good headphones yeah. on. And like just, as a practice of stillness. Just and, for the sole practice of listening. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah. So that whole album is amazing. Yeah. That song is amazing. I think there's already, the bank song is already on the playlist. So, but And I, do, I think one other, at least. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your song of the week, babe? My song of the week is not super new, but so it's- this, It's from 2017. Oh, okay. So. Thanks. Yeah, um, just so, wanted, just yeah, quick, I quick just, update, wow. I can see where the album came out and it's 2017. Okay. The year of our Lord. <laughs> was that the year of the rabbit? Anyway. Um, no, that was 2000. <laughs> this year is the year of the goggles in the airport. <laughs> the year of the goggles. 2020, the year of the goggles in the airport. <laughs> um, it's this time of year that I often return to music I've listened to this time of year previously. previously. Like heading into that back to school time of year. You make fun of me all the time, but... I like have such strong... We don't have to go to school. Yeah, I know. I thank <laughs> Lord. <laughs> but I have thank such the good strong... Lord. I don't have to pl- pack the notes. Seriously. Plug. Man. Um, it's this time of year that I... Sorry, I'm like totally losing my train of thought okay. from your jokes. Because um, they're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I just listen to the same stuff. Yes. I come back to the same artists because I remember them. Does this have a long intro? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, this is Diamonds by Joshua... Radden? Raiden? Raiden. I say Raiden. I think Siri says Raiden. Hey, sorry. <laughs> my, my, have you grown? Did it all on your own? I knew that you couldn't now. All the tears dried away. Somehow a different shape They changed into diamonds the Diamonds and pearls Made yourself into one of those girls Makes her own diamonds Bright diamonds and pearls Now you're shining This new world Into the light <clears throat> Wow. So good. So I think um, when we do start recording for YouTube, I think we're going to have to keep those songs to 15 seconds because I mm. think YouTube will flag them and take down our video like we're using. Right. But I think there's like a time frame and I think that time frame is 15 seconds that you can okay. play something without like right. getting in trouble because right. you're just like sh- showing it. So hmm. quick update f- for future. Maybe. If you're like, wow, that song was short. That's what's coming. That's what's so right. I should probably try to train myself to count the 15 seconds out. Yeah, we should pick one, it. two, two three, three, four. Yeah. <laughs> um, 21, 22. 23. Um, I have a worship song. It is actually a cover by David Leonard, mm. formerly of All Sons and Daughters. Um, he just released a open house sessions EP. So I'm guessing he's at home with recording mm-hmm. equipment and nothing to do. So he's like, I'm going to record some tracks. Yeah. I'm going to lay down some, some, Fat tracks, some mm. cool beats. No, that's probably what he no. said. He said, "Yo, I'm gonna no. lay down some cool beats, some hippity hop." Mm-hmm. No, yeah, <laughs> but uh, he wrote us. He covered the song "Build My Life," which is really good, and uh, that is on going to be added to the worship playlist this mm-hmm. week. 
that slow fade that's pretty good yeah. i mean i'm impressed um <laughs> i'm feeling extra giggly today okay so i just want to make sure that that vibe is very obvious yeah um because i don't know i just am i think it's because i went to the movies yesterday yeah so life is good um <laughs> so brooke how was your week my week was good my week was good <clears throat> it was you were now, are, you, are saying, you saying see the world or sea world what day did you leave? Monday. Monday morning. Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, most of the week I was solo and if, parenting. And if I could pat myself on my back, which I will, mm. I went to the gym at 5.30 a.m. and worked out before I left Monday morning. Yeah, you did. Not something I would normally do. Right. So it worked out though. It did work out and I worked out. <laughs> Double workout. Nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my week was good. I feel like I had a decent amount of like every day we had one activity, mm-hmm. two of which two different days were, um, doctor's appointments. And then two other days were kindergarten related things. Just normal kid checkups. Yeah. BT just does. were super behind. So yep. we were just going, um, and so that was sort of nice. It sort of felt like every morning we had like this thing we right. were doing to get out of the house and yep. go do. And then the rest of the day was just, you know, whatevs. What was the Wednesday activity, Brooke? Wednesday, June started kindergarten. Wow, 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 wow. And wow. it's unreal. It, it I, feels sort of surreal. It does. Yeah. And I don't know if I would feel that way if everything in the world was, quote, back to normal now. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd. I think I'd feel that way regardless. You think you'd feel yeah. that way? Just, just like, because, this like, is insane. We have a kindergartner. Yeah. Like, that's just such a monumental. Yeah. Kind of time in a kid's life. Yeah. Mostly for the parent, less for the kid. Yeah. Um, I remember kindergarten a little bit. I remember I had Mrs. Quartermarsh, Southern California, Schmidt, Schmidt Elementary School. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had two pet rats. In the classroom? In the classroom. Like big. Like naked mole rats? No, just like rats. Okay. And uh, you would volunteer to bring them home. Mm-hmm. And I think it was me, my year, I brought him home. Yeah. And we just put him in the bathtub. And I think we told my dad, but didn't tell my mom. Oh, my word. And a screech came from within our house because yes. my mom discovered them in yes. the bathtub. Two giant rats. So yeah. it's nice. good times. Yeah. Mrs. Cornmarsh. Nice. Yeah. I don't think we had a pet in kindergarten. Who was your kindergarten teacher? Mrs. Vargo. Okay. Still friends with her on Facebook. Oh, wow. I, I should look up Mrs. Cornmarsh on Facebook. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. She'll like comment on stuff from time to time. <laughs> you know, she and me and my brother. Um, and she said she still has the Christmas ornament that I gave her. Wow. Which is pretty crazy. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I think it was like a precious moments something. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, obviously. The precious moments swimmer with the goggles and the nose plug <laughs> Yeah, <on. laughs> that one. 
Um, so that was just fun. Like she started school, you know, you weren't here, so I had to take Zenny with yep. me. And it was the first day, so it wasn't just like a drop and go. Like yep. we actually parked and got out of the car to walk her up to the front door and she did great. Yeah. She really did. She had this one split moment of like, oh, there's a lot of big kids on the steps. Yeah. Like, am I doing the right, am I going the right way? So I ended up walking her up to the door, but yeah. otherwise it was fine. And then when we walked away, it was Sunny who actually was pretty upset. Right. She was just like crying that we had left Junie behind and she was really worried that she had forgotten to go pee. <laughs> oh, no, Junie, no, go pee, pee. You know, I was like, she went, yeah. everything's fine. fine. It'll be all right. Yeah. And then I got in the car and I didn't cry hard. Right. But I did cry, not because I was sad. I was just like, wow, yeah. that just happened. Yep. She went in there totally fine, which is a different kid than two years ago. Yeah. And a different and kid than Brooke was. Brooke cried all the way up until eighth grade no, every day. Not eighth grade, but at least through second. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry, Mom. Um, so it was just fun. Yeah. You know, and then it was weird. Like, I mean, well, she only had a half day that day, but on Friday, she had a full day. I know. And I was like, oh, wow. It's like, it's like almost time to pick her up from school. I mean, it didn't go fast, but it was yeah. just like that I was even saying, like, who's going to get her? Yeah. We decided to do a small Christian school, mm-hmm. three day a week kindergarten. Yeah. That was kind of like, you know, with everybody, everybody, that's like the question between parents right now is what are you doing for school or what are you, what are you trying to do for school? And so yeah. like homeschool, public school, and you know, that's just the route that we went. Um, but I have actually some thoughts on that later because of one of my section Ooh. segments at in Kentucky. Um, yeah. So I know I did other stuff this week and that's why I took notes because <clears throat> even though it's a no notes, no notes, no notes, no notes, no notes, no notes. She lost her other tooth. Yes. So she's lost four teeth in the last like 15 days or something yes. crazy. Two of which were very much accelerated by a phase first scooter, scooter accident. crash. So yes. yeah. I don't think we'd be at that number if it wasn't for that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So she. So Brooke and I are broke uh, because of the tooth fairy. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So uh, my Venmo name. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So that was fun. The girls at one show. point this week. Thanks. Got me. Gotcha. Okay. That's good. Got you giggling. Um, the girls made a fort under our dining room table, which was cute while you were gone. Oh, nice. Uh, like we turned all the chairs around and they were underneath with every stuffed animal, right. I think, in the whole house. Which grew a lot in the last two weeks because yes, of the teeth. because of the teeth. So that's happening. Um, and then I went back to school shopping, if you will, with June and her cousin Pearl and then Kelsey, my sister-in-law. We went Who out. Who is also my sister-in-law. Both. Wow. <laughs> That's a throwback to the Maui. Oh the yes, Maui when you were trying to, I was out. trying to figure out how in-laws work, which yeah. I'm still not totally sure. <laughs> um, so we went and you know picked out a little outfit um, for them to match, and then we went and got mod pizza, which was delicious. Yes, and I was home by this that time. Was fun. But, yeah. yeah, you came yeah. home um, Thursday, so so it was a good week. It was. Your week was good. It was, and good. it was good. And you did a really good job of just like sort of being parent. We kind of, so we kind of vague, whenever one of us leaves, it's kind of this like unspoken agreement that we now will speak about where we don't actually feel the need to like interact very much. Yeah. Uh, like we don't FaceTime every day. We don't barely even call each other, honestly. We FaceTimed once during your trip. And I think it's just because like, it's just easier that way to like know, to decide that that's the way that we do it mm-hmm. um, because it just makes life easier. And so there's no like, you know, there's no expectation of like, right. you didn't call or I missed yep. your call or, you know, I mean, if the girls had really been asking a lot, 
Yeah. Like, let's call dad. Right. Let's call dad. I would have maybe texted right. you and yeah. <clears throat> given you a heads up. But sometimes, especially for Sunny's age, it's like a little distracting and confusing. Right. Like she doesn't understand why you're not back. Yeah. And they can just lock in on knowing that like mom's in charge. This is, this is yeah. life right now. Like, yeah. so you also started reading your favorite book of all time. Apparently this week. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I started Friday night. Yeah. And you're almost done. Pretty Which much done. for Brooke, reading a book is amazing. You want to give anybody or do you want to wait? Is this a podcast episode down the road? Oh, I'm sure it is. But if you guys want to read it, you can. Okay. So it's, what is it called? <laughs> the la- it's called The Lazy, lazy genius. genius Way. Yeah. Or just The Lazy Genius. I think it's called The Lazy Genius Way. Um, yeah. So uh, you, you all know that I love Emily P. Freeman and the Next Right, right. Thing podcast. So yep. one of Emily's best friends, her name's Kendra. Kendra wrote a book. Candy. Classic Classic Kendra. candy to write a book. Wrote a book called The Lazy Genius Way, I think. It's yes. terrible that I'm almost done with it, and I'm not positive the word way is on there. Right. It's got to be. Yeah. Because she's is. teaching you something. Because the is on there. It wouldn't yeah. be called The Lazy Genius. Yeah, right. It could be. I don't know. If only we had a device to look this up. Oh, bummer. You keep talking and okay. I'll find it. Um, yeah, so I actually wasn't planning on reading it so soon. Um, I have a, lot, a couple other books like on the bookshelf right now that I was trying to work through, and I picked it up. The, la- the Lazy Genius Way. Okay. Embrace what matters, ditch what doesn't, and, and get, get stuff, stuff done. done. By, by Kendra Adachi. Adachi. Friends of Emily P. Freeman. Forward by Emily P. Freeman. Yeah. Uh, but do you know who wrote the little blurb on the very front of the book? Jenna Fisher from the office. Wow. So. Wow, 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 wow. Yes. So it's really good. It's really, really good. And you should read it. She's just like cracking up. And Brooke is not a, oh, I just dropped my phone. (laughs) Is it, it's not broken. No, it's not. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. fine. I'm fine. Um, Brooke is not a, I wouldn't call you a fast reader. I wouldn't call either of us a fast reader. Like with an actual paper book, we don't kind of blow, blow through them like some people can. Yeah. And so the fact that you start on Friday, you're only almost done is probably I could have finished it last night, but I knew I had to do something this morning that I needed to be right for. So I didn't (laughs) stay up. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's, I don't like want to totally give it away, but but it's great. It is. It's a very easy read. And I, I don't say that to diss the book. It's not that I say that about Bob Goff stuff. It's like, it's, it's easy to digest. And so I'm able to read it faster. And I appreciate that because like, I don't want to be, I don't right. want to read a book that's so so like fluffy that I'm like, what is going right. on? I what's the point of this? Um, yeah. But I don't know what Kendra is on the Enneagram, but man, it's got to be close to me. You got you're guessing one wing nine or nine. I wing don't one, know. Like you, so if you guys connect with two. Brooke on that aspect, which we most of our audience does, they're like, I'm a nine. Brooke's amazing. Every, you know, and I get it. I get it. Brooke is amazing, <laughs> and I'm just. I was a baby. My head was so big. Scientists did experiments on me. That's all mm. that I have to bring to the table. Yeah. Um, you will really connect with this book. So yeah, Brooke Reading It Fast is pretty high praise for the book. That's all I'm saying. And yeah. we will probably discuss its I'm sure we will, contents yes. in the future, but I was just so excited. Imagine that. I was wow. excited about something that you're doing. Mm. Um, that's never happened before. I think no. this is the first. Mark it in the calendars, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so Where are we? What is going I on? I don't know. Okay. I don't no know. No notes. No notes. No notes. No notes? No notes. N- no notes. Um, so I'm going to talk about why I was in Kentucky yeah. flying in through Cincinnati, which right. is a different state in <laughs> case you guys missed the first part. Mm. Um, so I'm in this group called Integrated. It was found started by Jeremy Pryor and Jeff Bethke of Family Teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jeff Bethke is also just like internet famous, has written a bunch of books and is a friend of ours. 
So he invited me to be a part of this group. Basically, the premises of it is pe- men who uh, men who are basically self-employed for the most part. There's mm-hmm. maybe one or two who aren't who want to integrate their family, their faith, and their business together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy talks about how like often we have three separate islands for those three things. You know, mm-hmm. family island, business island, uh, faith island, and yeah. they. You know, sometimes there's connecting flights between them, but not, not necessarily they're not all in the same place. Yeah. And so the goal of integrated is to integrate them. Yeah. Hence the name integrated. Clever. Clever girl, Jeff Clever girl. When I landed though, <laughs> Jeff sent a video that was like, I'm sick. I, I don't think come. it's COVID, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think I should risk it. So he wasn't there. Which womp, was sad. Womp. Which was very sad. <clears throat> um but the the week I want to say weekend, but it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So yeah. it's like kind of confusing. I came back on Thursday. The, I'm just going to say the weekend because that'll just be easier <laughs> for my brain. The time away. The time away was wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, so great. One, just to see people and yeah. like interact with other humans yeah. that aren't, that don't live in your house or next door to you, yeah. which was really nice. Not that I don't love the people that live in my house and next door to me. I right. do, but, but it was also- just nice. Yeah. And it's nice. Um, to connect with people who like we all have community, like we have community of friends and family and stuff like that. But there are, there are aspects of our just natural communities that we have that don't necessarily fulfill all the community needs that we have. So like mm-hmm. I am friends with great guys. Yeah. Uh, I have a wonderful family, but they don't necessarily understand what I do for a living yeah. on the ground level or yeah. the, the, or even the like Sabbath, family Shabbat dinner, weekly rhythm way that we want to do life. Yeah. Some of them can glean some of that stuff from us or can kind of be like, oh yeah, that's okay, but it's not for me. You know, but these men are all sort of in that boat together. We want to live our life that way. We want to mm-hmm. develop a seven day rhythm and repeat it over and over again. Have a, have a, you know, very prominent Sabbath rest day in yeah. our lives. And so it was just so good to, to have that aspect of community and have that just more robust connection yeah. to these men yeah. who I've really, most of them I've only ever met one other time when I went to Austin. Mm-hmm. And when I look back, cause I actually kept the same notebook, which oh, nice. like was kind of by, I was like, Oh, here's a notebook. I'll bring this one. And then I was scrolling back. I was like, this is the same notebook. my Austin notes. In it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it shows you, I don't take a lot of notes. No, you haven't taken them <laughs> since what? February. Um, but I, I flipped back to my Austin notes and it was like, what are some action items you want to take home? So this was oh, in February. Okay. Uh, family, move family dinner to Friday night. We did. Check. Uh, add Sabbath on Saturday. Yep. Check. Brooke goes thrifting on Sabbath. No check. But I did not foresee the global pandemic shutting every business down. Right. So. I think I went one week. Yes. And, and then, then uh, everything. Everything closed. Uh, 15 minutes a day, which was sort of like the last, like, Oh, the emotional checkup, the emotional checkup, which we don't, which I talked about this at the group. I was like, we don't necessarily do it at the end of the day. Actually, we rarely do it at the end of the day because I think we're just too emotionally drained from bedtime and kids and stuff. But I will say that we do do it. Yes, I don't think we call usually it mid afternoon more. And we don't, we're not like, this is the 15 minutes of the day <laughs> check in, you know, like it just sort of kind of happens because we yeah. can't have those longer conversations with each other. Um, and then for business, protect the rhythm and schedule. I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then real estate choices and goals. And we've made our choice and we've yeah. set our goal. Yeah. So that's really good. Back to the 15 minutes thing. If that is something you want to implement in your life, you might need to be more, not rigid about it, but there were a few times we did it where we were like, hey, let's have our chat. Right. 
and we would actually ask the questions. Yeah. What is the most What's positive emotion you had the today? Strongest the strongest positive and strongest negative, negative emotion. Yeah. And now we kind of just get there faster yeah. and we don't have to say those things, yep. but it might help you out yeah. there to start that way. With your spouse. Because sometimes you don't want to just get into it. Right. When you're like, yeah. whoa, yeah. I was not expecting yeah. that. Like, But there are times the when question. I'm not expecting it and I can tell that that's where Brooke wants to go. And I'm yeah. like, we are having this conversation. I'm going to put my phone face down and yeah. I'm going to engage. Engage. And try not to fart. Beep. Um, <laughs> beep. I am not a robot. Are you saying see the world or sea world? So it was just really refreshing to like look at those goals and be like, I kind of, we implemented so much from that first group. And yeah. so it, it like, ex, it got me excited as I like kind of flip back one page and be like, okay, I'm going to take lots of notes because right. I'm excited for this right. group. And so I'm going to kind of go through my notes pretty quickly. And then as we sort of implement these things, I think we'll kind of come back to them and like maybe spread out. Unpack. Unpack even I don't, them I don't even more. Phrase, yeah. But it makes sense. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> One of the guys in the group uses the uses the phrase. Let, let's chat about this offline during meetings. Like, some, like someone mm. will be, they'll be talking things, and I'll be like, "We'll talk about this offline." Like, but we're offline right now, right? He, meaning like, like, mean like, we're, hold that for later. Like we're like the meeting is online, and so like, I don't want to disrupt from the meeting, so we're gonna. Oh. But I'm not a fan. <laughs> I don't really get it. Not a fan of the phrase. So offline, online, like AOL. I'm also not. <laughs> 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 I'm also not a fan of most like trendy office lingo, um, but that's yeah. just me. That's why Trey Kennedy's video about oh, it, the office, it gets all me. that office yeah. lingo like is t- so Typical funny. office stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the first, so I, it was interesting. I don't think they planned this because it wasn't like, you know, like when you go to like a retreat or something like in youth group or whatever, and they're yeah. like the... You know, theme of the theme of the week is truth, and let's meet our buddy Truth Man, and he comes out, and you're just like, oh gosh, I'm already too old for this. Truth Man's got the sword of the word, and you're just like, oh gosh, I'm gonna go smoke weed in the woods. I was not a well-behaved middle schooler, or too far. Oh, too far. So. They didn't do that, but I felt like I gleaned an you overall felt like there theme. was an overarching yes. theme, which was, was not truth, man. <laughs> it was not truth, man. Praise the Lord. It was if our team, if our family is a team, dad is the coach. Mm. And I've had some wonderful coaches in my life. My dad, my dad being one of them, literally coached lots of the teams that I was on. Yeah. I had a great wrestling coach. Um, and so that was really helpful for me just to like, kind of understand, like have that just was that of, verbiage said at all, or did you come up with that? It was said in this first segment, okay. <clears throat> which was, it was very specific to this first segment, but then yeah. I feel like it kind of percolated throughout. Yeah. So, hmm. um, and then one other guy kind of brought some elements into it as well. So maybe they all talked about it beforehand. Maybe. And offline, offline, maybe they, talk, they talked maybe, about it offline. Let's chat offline. Um, so the first segment section was this guy named Justin. He came in he's, and since we were in Cincinnati slash Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy kind of just brought in all the people that he like kind of lives life with and, yeah. you know, is inspired by and mentors of, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the first guy Jeremy said was, he's like, I, he's like, one of the tensions I live with as a father, this is Jeremy speaking, mm-hmm. is that I don't, I'm not naturally going to challenge my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, which I would disagree with based, based on what I know about his life. But, yeah. you know, a lot of us kind of live this way where we want our kids to just have a fun, happy life. Right. We kind of clear yeah. the way. Don't cry. 
I'll cut your grapes, et cetera, et cetera. Like, <laughs> well, please, no. please cut your kids' grapes if they're <laughs> if they're under the age of whatever, because that's a real thing. Went straight to the grapes. Did not expect that. Wow. Wow. No notes. No notes. <laughs> no notes. No notes. No notes. No notes. Uh, so, uh, but but we kind of live that way, where we. Like, especially as a culture, especially as a culture. And, and Jeremy was kind of like, it was like, you know, we live in this high support kind of world. Let's support our kids to do what they love and like Mm -hmm. not really feel pain. Not a very good way to parent. Right. Or we live in this area of high demand, Mm -hmm. you know, be here, do this now, now and my way, my my way, way, et cetera. And Jeremy and this guy, Justin, I think his name was, I didn't actually write down his name, which was my bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, we need to live with both. We need to carry both at the same time. High demand, both and both and wow. high support. Um, and just not one side or the other. And he talked about how he, and they also, the, one of the main things that we talk about a lot, and I'm going to kind of jump all over the place because I'm both filling you in and sort of the group dynamic as a whole, as well as the specific yeah. teachings was yeah. like reestablishing the ancient ways is kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like the seven day rhythm family team, multi-generational family. Like those are, those are things that modern culture has experimented out of Mm -hmm. and it's not going well. Right. (laughs) If you just, just quick tip, tip, things aren't going great. Um, and that might be, might have to do with how we've done family for the past hundred years. I'm going to strap my goggles back on. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Give it to me. Um, and so one of the things they talked about was like the dad used to always be at home, you know, his, his field was at home his workshop was at home. So he worked at home or around right. the home. In the vicinity and of so home, yeah. And so the reason, and we have a very, you and I have a very obvious example of this. The reason the Amish have kids is so <laughs> that they have help. Right. You know, not that's not the only reason, but that is a, that's a reason why you see huge Amish families. Yeah. More kids we have, the more help we have on the farm. Right. And that was true back then as well. Yeah. And so Justin was talking about how he was working another job, leaving his house and just feeling like, my family, I'm not a part of my family. Mm-hmm. I don't, they're not part of my team. I'm, you know, I'm checking in on my team essentially. Right. right. And so he, what he did was kind of extreme. He's, he quit his job, cashed in all of his like extra money funds, retirement funds, et cetera, bought yeah. tools and bought a house to fix up as a rental property. Was not a contractor. <laughs> And decided that he was going to bring his family and challenge his family to come along on this journey with him. Yeah. And it has now led to robust and kind of incredible results. Yeah. Where he basically, he's like, if I'm the coach, I want my, my kids want to impress the coach. They want to, they want the coach to support them and they want to get their jersey dirty. That was the phrase. I actually wrote that phrase. Uh, You know, my kids want to get their jersey dirty. Um, I mean, you think about you know, my sweet little nephew, Greg, right. who's what just turned three yep. in June. I mean, all he wants to do is help me yeah. help you. Yeah. If he's outside, he is this most sincere, yeah. like he wants in on whatever it is. And often we don't, as parents, we don't allow our kids to get their Jersey dirty because it takes more time. Yeah. And honestly, it's kind of infuriating <laughs> trying to set the table with a three-year-old and you're yeah. like, I'm, I'll just do it. I'll just do it myself. Yeah. And so what, Justin said was like, what helps him is he pictures his kid at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I actually told a story where like they were coming back from a construction site. His kids were there helping him. You know, I I don't know to what degree at this point, but on the way home, because they they bought houses close enough where they could walk together. Mm -hmm. His son said, dad, did I matter today? 
Oh. You know, and so like that, I mean, I get emotional just thinking of that question. He was getting emotional telling the story, just like that a kid wants to matter. And so Justin in his mind puts this image of, um, I will feel, my kids will feel one or two things at the end of whatever we're doing. They will feel shame or they will feel pride. Mm. They will feel good or they will feel bad. And so if I keep that image in my mind, I can push through the obnoxiousness of them setting the table <laughs> and the whininess and crumblingness and like, you know, running awayness of kids in that moment. And he's like, and that doesn't last for long. Right. But you have to have that image of your mind of like at the end of this, they will feel shame or they will feel pride. Yeah. And which one are you going to allow them to feel mm. as the parent, as the coach? Um, and that was just like super encouraging. And like, we try to challenge our kids, but I don't, he, this guy took it to a whole new level. Like yeah. he told a story and showed well, us. It was more intentional yeah. than just like, I should challenge my kids willy nilly. Yeah. Let's pick this. And, but, but, this was like, he was like, you know, this was to, to a bunch of business owners. How can we integrate them into our business, mm -hmm. into our family, business, faith, et cetera. And so today I tried, <laughs> we, uh, so what we do is most of our stuff is handled out outside the house. Yeah. You know, we have a fulfillment center and a printer that kind of take care of all the, the shipping and stuff like, like that. But when we sell sticker packs, we actually pack them here Yeah. because fulfillment centers, this is the way they work. They charge you per item they put in the package per item. They touch. Yeah. So yeah. if I sell a sticker pack with five stickers. I'll have to pay five times for one them pack. To touch five stickers. And so what we do is we pack them here and just send them one pack. So it only costs us one. Yeah. Just a little way to save money. And I don't mind the work as I'm watching TV or something. Yeah. But a place where my children can be integrated mm -hmm. and challenged, high demand, high uh, support. Yeah. Sticker packs. Let's pack them this morning. Yeah. It did not go well. <laughs> uh, just... Just one. Don't get a picture of this seamless yeah. moment of joy. Sunny kind of put some stickers on the, the table. Yeah. June basically whined the whole entire time, the whole way through. That she didn't want to do it or just didn't get it or... Which is weird because she's helped me before. I know. And she did no a great problem. job. So it just... It was just today. It was just today. And yeah. so uh, Justin said that one of the ways that he really started was they set the table. Mm -hmm. Uh and they said it's an easy thing that yep. was well, not necessarily easy for no. a little one, but it's a, re it's a repeated thing. Yeah. And then he, you know, and he goes and it and progresses and, you know, now our kids have, we have chickens and our kids have to, you know, break the ice in the winter and make sure they're fed and they each do it for a whole month and yeah. then they switch and like, and so it was just like, there was some really cool, like next level capable things. Yeah. Um, and again, like school doesn't teach our kids necessarily to be capable. No, it's not. Especially pu like public it's, school. Like, yeah. you know, and I, we, we could talk about that another time, but like, yeah, you, you don't come out of public school with all these like natural handy skills. You're like, no. Oh, I can do trigonometry for the test I took in trigonometry. Yeah. I will never, I remember. remember being the only girl. I mean that I was aware of, right. I, you know, I don't know right. on my hall in college who knew how to work the laundry machine. Right. And I thought they were joking. Yeah. And I was like, what? And so <laughs> here's a knob. <laughs> Let's start here. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good sound effects, right? Not too bad. Um, I mean, there are no broke sound effects, but still. I know. Um, and so he was really just like, it was so challenging to us as dads, specifically to me. And just mm -hmm. like, how do we integrate that? Where are ways we can do that? Because I'm not going to sell all my stuff and, and buy tools, buy a house. Like, that's just not our thing. That's not right. my thing. Right. But there are ways, you know, he said a garden is a really helpful way to do that, yes. which we have. Um, but I just felt like a little bit of conviction, like, okay, I do often go to what's easier for me rather yeah. than what's better for my kids. Yeah. Um, better and, long term and not better for my kids now, better for my kids when they're adults. Like yes. in this other book that I'm reading called parenting with heart, which is really great. 
talks about like, we're not raising good kids. We're raising good 50 year olds. Yeah. And to wrestle with that as a parent is very difficult. Yeah. Um, but very necessary. And so emotionally healthy, capable 50 year olds. Um, and you know, and he's like, you know, and we asked a bunch of questions and like, you know, do you use rewards and discipline? He's like, we do all the normal stuff, Yeah. but it's like, we, we have a high demand and we have a high support and that's where we live. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like, except on Sabbath, Sabbath, they can wake up anytime they want. Yeah. They don't have like, you know, and so there are, there is balance in that. But he told this one story and showed this picture of his two kids. They were maybe 10 and 13 mm-hmm. pulling tools upstairs to one of their rentals to install stealing fans. And he dropped them off to do that <laughs> and said, I'll come pick you up when you're done. Yeah. Like to think about having 10 and 12 year olds like that. Yeah. Kind of, it gives me chills and it's yeah. like, wow, that's so inspiring because if they're that way at 10 and 12, imagine what they'll be at 20 and 21 right. and the deci- the the way that their brain will work to make good decisions and make in good life. choices. That's what in I was life. just about to say. It's not about the accomplishments. Right. It's not about look at what my kid can do right. no. or kids do more, do more, yeah. perform, perform. It's those foundational skills of working hard, decision making, yep. all that kind of stuff yeah. that like that's what builds your life, yeah. decision after decision. Yep. And so it was super, super inspiring. And he mm. said one of the big things that they do is they just talk about you know, what consequences are working, what aren't working, what like as parents, yeah, as they parents talk what about? rewards mm-hmm. are working, what rewards are not working. I wrote both those down for us That's to talk good. about as we like, cause we, to, it's not something we come back to as we try to integrate. Right. We kind of just go, those are the disciplines we have and those are the rewards we have. And we haven't like yep. checked in on them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really good. And that one, that one was one that I like really have been thinking about a lot lately, tried to integrate it into my life today. It didn't go well, but I was still, but it was, yeah, it was still a step. Um, and we've been talking about like how normally after dinner I clean up and Brooke does baths. And so like, how will the kid, you know, will the kids step in and clear the table and then I'll do the rest or like, you know, what are ways that we can do? Will they, you know, so yeah, I've already started to have those conversations. It was good. That was probably my, that, that was probably the topic. Uh, cause I have a bunch more to go and we're already at 46 minutes. So I'm going to rush through the rest, but that was the one that like really that was your biggest takeaway. Not my biggest takeaway, but probably my biggest challenge. Mm. Just like that. I don't do that well, especially compared to the guy that was talking. Right. And some other dads that I look up to that I was like, okay, yeah, I need to make that a priority. Yeah. Um, mm. the next one was, uh, well-ordered money equals a well-ordered home. And we've been kind of on this journey of becoming debt-free, which we're very, very close. Uh, And so that one was good just from a, like a, okay, we're doing this right. But it was also sort of challenging the way that like, like if I'm a good coach and Brooke and I've been using a different metaphor since we've started talking about this of like, Mm -hmm. if I'm the CEO and Brooke's the COO, you know, of our family, family, you know, what, what kind of things are we delegating to each other Mm -hmm. and what things are we outsourcing, you know? And so like the finance part, I'm good at some parts of it and Brooke's good at some parts of it, but like the retirement, the 401k, like the Roth IRA, all that kind of stuff, that's beyond me. It's not in my skill set. Yeah. It's not something that I want in my skill set. Right. And so it was sort of that the talk to me was like, okay, it's okay to delegate. And actually there's something called, which he talked about, it's called the Eisenhower matrix, which Mm. imagine a box with like cut into four. Like a four square. Yep. Four square. And on the left side, at the top, it's important. And at the bottom, it's not important. Mm-hmm. And then it's one, two, three, four, kind of one on the far left, two on the top right, three on the bottom left, four on the bottom right. Mm-hmm. And so t- in the first square, which is important and urgent, it's do. Mm-hmm. 
It's something that you need to do right now. Um, okay. Pay your bills. Right. Really important. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, buy, buy food. Yes. You need to do that. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one, which is important, but not urgent is like plan and delegate. And he had some categories and some examples. And again, he was talking about finances, but I think this is probably applicable. Wa- broader than yeah, that. Yeah. The, the Eisenhower matrix, if you want to look it up. And then hmm. three delegate, which is things that maybe aren't urgent they're urgent, but you might not necessarily be able to do them. Yeah. Um, you know, like fix a broken toilet. Right. Urgent. Needs done, needs but you can done. hire someone. Yes. But, yeah. uh, and then uh, number four is eliminate, which he wrote video games in that mm. as his example. And I was the only one to audibly gasp in the room. So that was a nice <laughs> embarrassing moment for me. And I was like, well, I've, and then I was just like, well, I'm gasping for other people who right. might, my friends, my really- friends, yeah. Might play video games, so I'm gasping for them. Yeah. So, but it was just like encouraging. And then he had 12 areas of financial home leadership mm-hmm. one, vision and goals, two, spending and budget, three, education, deep, four, insurance, five, multi generational legacy, six, income and family business and how they operate, seven, debts and savings, eight, rhythm and relationships, nine, retirement goals, 10, benefits at work, 11, taxes, 12, generosity. Mm. And I gave myself grades on all of those and then went and said, What do you think? And he said, you should hire me. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I, said, I was like, oh my gosh, did he? No, really? I said, I want to hire you. That's what I said to him. Yeah. Um, great. so that was really good. And just like kind of encouraging to me to be like, okay, to keep going the direction we have been, go the direction we're going, but not be afraid to delegate items that kind of, I don't need to, I don't need to learn everything. I, right. you know, but I, yeah. I need to find people I can trust and stuff yeah. like that. And so that was, that was really encouraging. Um, then my eyes glazed over for the next two segments, <laughs> not because they were bad, but they were like, we had stayed up till 1am the night before and woken up early. And I was like super tired. One of them was about finances and investing taught by one of the guys in the group who might be the smartest guy in the group. Okay. And it's like, when you meet someone that's really smart, you're like, you're, 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 you're you're operating at a different brain level than I am. And so I don't, I don't know how to talk to you. Yeah. Like just smart. Yeah. Just a smart dude. Yeah. Then I found out he liked science fiction and I said, and he gave me a couple of books, which I'd never heard of. Okay. And I was like, would someone with a normal brain be able to read those? Yeah. And he said, I don't know. <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, at least he's honest. That's great. Um, and so that was really great. And then, a, and then a new guy to the group named Jamal gave this great sort of strategy, sort of more internet marketing launch yeah. strategy that was really good that I don't need to go through, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, and he was really very, char- very charismatic and very good at kind of pumping people up, which That's was cool. That's awesome. Was um, he a seven or do you not know? I, I think I would guess he was a three. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I actually think that's what he told me. Okay. So that was good. And then every time we get together, there are two topics that we're always going to talk about, which are Sabbath and rhythm, because that's sort of the, the foundation as to how we're going to build out our weeks and integrate our family and business. And so yeah. this guy, Blake, who lives in Cincinnati and has been kind of a, Jeremy's kind of been a mentor of him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's on the inside track Got of it. what we're teaching. Got it. And he's been trying it for years. He taught a lesson called how to have a good Sabbath with, with little kids without going crazy, hiring an au pair, or smoking lots of weed. And that was the, t- the tagline. That's an amazing PowerPoint presentation yes. title. So it was very funny. And he really was so good at just like talking about how they've had iteration out of iteration of what the Sabbath looks like to them. Yeah. And at the end of every one, they go, you know, did that, what worked and what didn't work? What are we taking out of? Yeah. And he actually says what they do, which I want to implement in our home is they actually schedule their Sabbath, which I thought like, why would you schedule your Sabbath? That's the day of rest. Like you're yeah. just resting. But 
trying to rest with kids is not necessarily easy. It's, not it's easier easy. said than done. Yeah. Um, and so that he shared, scared, shared his schedule, um, which was really great and really kind of enlightening to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely made me want to come home and implement Figure some of the things. More. And yeah. then he just had like quick tips, you know, it's like quick tip. We don't use, we only use paper plates on, on Sabbath. Like, right. And don't complicate that, it. Right. And that's not necessarily for everyone, but it was just right. like, you know, and he's like, another quick tip, we eat outside on Sabbath whenever we can, mm. weather permitting. And I was like, that was good too. Yeah. So not in August when the mosquitoes are Ugh. the worst. The actual worst. <laughs> the actual worst. So that was really good. And just like, again, a refresh. And we actually talked about Sabbath a while ago I'm sure on the podcast called another one. Sabbath Changes Everything, which is one of, when we said, pe- when we asked people to share their favorite episode, that was one that of was them. That was one of them? That's awesome. Um, and we are honestly in early iterations of getting it right. Yeah. Uh, and sort of understanding how, what works best and what doesn't. And so it was, that was just like inspiring to kind of refresh that and be like, okay, yeah, this is worth it. It's worth yeah. walking that road and keeping that going. Um, and that then went into the seven day rhythm. Mm-hmm. which we talked about on that Sabbath episode. And, and the quote that Jeremy, the, the line that Jeremy always says is, if you can learn how to live one good week, you'll have a great life. Mm-hmm. That if you learn that seven day seven rhythm days well. and you can repeat it, and yeah. obviously there are iteration, you know, there are circumstances that change your vacation, et cetera. Um, but you will have a good life. It's yeah. trying to live every day the same or every day differently that will make Drive you go you insane. insane. Um, and so they just kind of, he brought two of his friends in and they kind of, they just talked about their rhythm, yeah, which was just like encouraging, inspiring, not necessarily everything that I would do. Right. But, but it doesn't need to be. Exactly. And that was really the encouraging part. Go read part. Kendra's book. It doesn't need to be. <laughs> <laughs> Which principle is that? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Go right. um, so uh, that was really good. And one of the things I took away from both guys talking was that they really try, and Jeremy does this as well, they really try to do one-on-one time intentionally with every member of their family, mm. which I don't... I often write off because my kids are little, yeah. but I think the value is already there. And when I do do it, I'm like, oh man, we needed that. Yeah. Um, Well, it's funny. This unrelated, but not really on a, on a beauty counter zoom call the other day with Greg, woman, Greg, G R E G G who founded the company. Does the G make it more feminine? The extra G? I don't know, but I love it. (laughs) I just feel like it sounds like the coolest name ever. Um, she was being, I don't know, she was being asked a question and she answered and she said, someone once told me that 20 minutes of focused one-on-one time with my kid is way better than like four hours of like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, I'll get that on my phone. Blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. to just zone in with your kids yep. or anybody in your right. family for any set amount of time is so much more valuable than just being around. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so that was really good and just like, that was a big takeaway for me. Like, I want to make sure that's, that's priority. Yeah. Um, and then one of the things that I wrote down and like put a box around. So nice. Note taking. Must be important. Okay. Uh, write down everything you want to do in the course of a week or a month. Yes. With your spouse. Because like one oh. of the guys talked about like, like have your spouse do it and then you do it oh, and kind of compare. Compare. Because mm. one, one of the guys talked about how like there was this real bad tension in their family for a while. And it was like, well, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to get done? You mm-hmm. know, like they kind of had this argument and they decided they were going to write it all down. And like, they weren't that far off. Interesting. Like it was, there were just a couple of tweaks that needed to be made to have that, to get all those things done. But yeah. they were, there was so much tension. About because, the communication. Because of they were being unsaid and they were being unheard. Yeah. And like, so it was just like a, That's you should do that. So I want to try that with you. I've definitely written it out for myself. Yeah. 
as like part of yeah. coming up with rhythms or schedules or whatever, but we've never compared. Um, then this guy, and then we had this night of prayer and sort of like just letting the Holy Spirit kind of do what it was going to do, which was really cool and really powerful. Yeah. Um, and the, one of the things I wrote down before he told us to put all our notebooks down so we could pray <laughs> um, was embarrassment shouldn't stop me from giving a gift. And mm. I love that because there are often times where I want to say something encouraging to someone or text someone. And I've gotten better at this. Yeah. But the, the little bit of flutter of embarrassment that might of come what up. Of what will they think that I yeah. did this? shouldn't stop me from giving a gift. And I really, really liked that sort of takeaway. Um, then, yeah, then it was, there was another Bible study in the morning, which was really good, but I don't want to go into it too much. Um, and then there, and then we ended with two sessions. One was Jeremy has five kids, 21 through 12. Okay. And his wife, who's na- April? Amy. Amy. I, I honestly Swami, don't know. I've never met Sorry. Samsonite. Are you saying see the world or sea world? Um, I thought you wouldn't know because you've been watching the course. I don't know if it says her name. Um, now I'm going to look. Anyways, they, his wife and his kids all sat up front and they were like, you can ask us any questions you want. And hmm. so people started asking about school because, you know, school is kind of the hot topic for, for parents right now. Uh, and it was interesting to hear them talk about school because I would have expected like homeschooled for life. That's, that's all they were going to do. Yeah. And that's not the case. Hmm. They, they've probably primarily been homeschooled, but they've each spent a year in public school to which they've all kind of made the joke was like, it was the easiest year of school we've ever had. Yeah. Um, one time they've done half in and half out. <laughs> uh, the oldest told the story where in fourth grade, she was going to public school for half the first half of the year and be homeschooled the second half of the year. Yeah. Her parents said, don't tell your teachers this though, because they won't like it. Yeah. And so she told all of her friends she was moving. <laughs> Right. Makes sense. But then in fifth grade, they decided to do the same thing. So yeah. she came back and they were like, thought you were moving. Really and like- she was just like, I don't know what to do. I'm only in fifth grade. <laughs> uh, but the main thing I took away from sort of talking to, hearing them talk about school and stuff like that was that they don't just set it and forget it. Yeah. And it's individualized to each kid. And most of public school isn't individualized right. to each kid. And so there is an element of that that just like leans very heavily to homeschool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like kind of encouraging to hear them sort of tell all the kind of tinkering type things that they did to try yeah. and like, and their kids were so like, they were in front of a group of 30 guys yeah. and all of them were funny and able to talk and answer questions and make eye contact and, make eye contact and so yeah. capable. And actually one of the oldest, the only boy Jackson uh, was telling the story about like how he was worried he was going to go to public school and be the only homeschool kid and be super awkward and yeah. uncomfortable. And he was like, Oh, I was the only one that could actually talk to the teachers because right. everyone else was just looking at their phones. Yikes. And then one of the 12 year olds was like the year I went to public school, I was the only girl that didn't have anxiety because I didn't have a cell phone and social media. And so wow. it was encouraging to be like, yeah, they're there. Don't set it and forget it. Yeah. Really be adamant about understanding how your kids are going to learn and what they're going to learn. And I was just like inspired by that as we sort of step into that phase of life. Yeah. Um, and then I was just like, we made the right decision. It's a three day a week. Yeah. And now in our weekly rhythm, we want to make Thursday field, field, trip, day. field trip day Yeah. for our family. Um, family field trip. Yeah. And so it was just that, that part was just really, really good. Um, and then the last said, the last talk of the day, um, was by Dr. Josh, who gave us one of our the most helpful metaphors in our marriage, which I told him 
kissed him right on the lips to say thank you. Uh, <laughs> he had the sniffles, but I, I feel fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was what's the chair behind you? So like, yes, that he's the one that gave us that language. I don't know if you guys ever heard it, talk about that where like I'm f- angry and frustrated with Brooke, but I, but that's not real. The real emotion I'm feeling right. picture an empty chair sitting behind me. Yeah. What's in that chair. It's usually hurt or embarrassment or fear or something yeah. like that. And so it, that tool has been so helpful for us to communicate and understand each other that like, I'm angry in this moment, but let me tell you why. Yeah. And it like allows, it allows tensions to cool and yeah. frustration and, to and calm. And we're at the point where, and, we, where we just ask, yeah. what's in the chair behind you? Yeah. Or maybe I have a suggestion of what I yes. think back there. Is yeah. that right? Is that right? You dumb, dumb. Right. And you're like, fire shooting at us! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to click that one. Okay. Um, and then, so he talked about his uh, last session was, what's the elephant in your marriage? Hmm. So the elephant in the room is a popular phrase, like, what are we yeah. not talking about? But it's sitting right there and it's huge and we it's can obvious. all feel it and see it and smell it. Um, oh, gosh. Are we smelling the elephant? <laughs> elephants are stinky. I assume you I could smell it if it was in the they room. Are. I don't know. I don't know much about elephant. I'm not an elephant husbandrist. Husbandry? No. Animal husbandry? Is that a thing? Yeah. That's I like people who take care about. of cows. No. Um, I, don't I was think maybe so. my head was so big, scientists did experiments on me. So that happened. Um, was it talked about also not in marriage? Like, What's the elephant in your business or in you with your kids? No, this was no. very much because it's basically two days. Yeah. We get there on Monday. We have like a, one quick meeting on Monday and kind of just catch up and hang out. Yeah. Tuesday is devoted to business. 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 And uh-huh. then Wednesday is devoted to family. Oh, got it. Um, and so it was very much, and he told the story about what the elephant in their marriage was, which was mm-hmm. really good. And just, yeah, it was just kind of encouraging. And I definitely think we've kind of, he had told me that in Austin. He had kind of the, given the me that, that phrase. And yeah. so Brooke and I have had a conversation about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we'd ever share it on the podcast. Brooke's giving me a, a no, move on, look, correct? <laughs> yeah, we're not unpacking <laughs> any of this today. That's the point. But I'm asking if we ever will. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Are you saying see the world or see world? And then we, and then that was it. Um, but yeah. throughout the week, there was an inside joke, which I have to share. So... Oh, yeah. This guy, Clint, who's in the group, lives in Midland, Texas, randomly mentions the phrase baby Jessica, which didn't really sound familiar to me, but a couple of guys that were in that conversation lit up like Christmas trees. Wait, what? Because he said, you guys remember baby Jessica? I saw our daughter general. And I'm like, okay, what's what's happening right yeah. now? So, and then as the story was unto- was told, I remembered it. Baby Jessica fell into a well. It's, a real <laughs> it's not story. funny. She's alive. She's fine. <laughs> in Texas when she was 18 months old. Yeah. And she was down there for 58 hours and it became like a national news story. Yeah. Like huge story. And I remember actually the Simpsons making an episode about Bart falling in the well. Right. And that triggered my memory to be like, okay, I remember the story. Yeah. So baby Jessica became the inside joke of the whole, not, not her specifically, but just the idea of that story yeah. became the inside joke. And it went from like, and one of the guys was like, I remember praying for baby Jessica every night. Like our family would pray for her. And then we looked it up and we we're like, well, she was only down there for 58 hours. Right. How like, behind was the news? And that's the crazy thing is like, one, that yeah. that was a national news story. Yeah. Two, that like, it seemed to last a lot longer than it actually did. Right. And like, and then that was his memory. Like every night we'd pray for baby Jessica and it worked. To, to she got get out of, out of the well? Yeah, to get out of the well. Okay. And uh, 
So then the joke went on that she she still lived in the well. She right. has a family in the well. Yeah. She came out to go to the Dollar General, but it was just like <laughs> that type of humor is like, that's perfect for me. Yeah. Um, but it was really funny the whole time. Just kind of like <laughs> so random. I but know. such a random thing that people are my age and older really knew. Like anybody younger than 35. Yeah. Had no idea. Was like, what? what are you guys talking about? I've never heard of it. Yeah. Um, but that was really kind of a unique. Well, if you if this is brand new information to you, I'm sure you can yes, Google it. Yes, you can, just, and you can see photos of where she is now. Maybe Apparently, in the Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess Clint said hi to her because it's you know she's lived there her whole life. Yeah. And he goes, "Your, your name's Clark, right?" And that's so, what she said. That's what she said to Clint. And so the joke was that his name was Clark. Uh, Clark. Clark. Baby Jessica kind of knows Clark. Yeah. <laughs> So he's basically famous. Um, oh, but yeah, overall, great. it was an incredible couple of days. And as we unpack some of these things in our life, we will unpack them here. Um, but I always like kind of getting that stuff quickly. You know, like mm-hmm. like I like when people unpack something quickly because then I'm like, okay, what can I just take away from that unpacking? Yeah. And then go back with deeper, you know, better yeah. questions. Um, because that's how it started for us. We started with family dinner on Wednesday mm-hmm. and then I went to this and it was like, you should, you should have it on Friday and enter and just Sabbath. And we was like, okay, let's do that. And then yeah. from there, it's just kind of percolated and grown yeah. and really been a blessing to our family yeah. to understand the, the idea of living in a seven day rhythm. Yeah. So lots of talking for me today. Yes. I'm, my voice is tired. I know how that feels. <laughs> oh, sadness. Oh, I don't mean it to be sad. Right. You just mean it. I feel very blessed. Yeah. <laughs> Sort of how I feel when loud noises happen or music is playing that I can't talk over. I'm just like, oh gosh, so uh, much noise. Yeah. So, any questions about that, Brooke? No. No. Uh-uh. I think you did a great job, and I even you even talked about some things that we hadn't talked about, yet, right? Which is cool. Yeah. But like anything, when you go to any sort of workshop or intensive, or you read a series of books or whatever, it's just fun to know that the ripple effect of what you learn there, like that's only the beginning. That's right. only the first stone yep. being tossed in. And like, who knows what, right. what we'll learn from this or implement from this, like, you know, a month from now, six right. months from now. And yeah. so that's, that's just cool. It's very like exciting. That. And uh, we do have strong feelings this week. Yeah. So they're feelings and they're strong. And I'm going to let Brooke go first. Sure. I'll go. So I've been a, a what would you call it? Casual, maybe? Casual. User, casual yeah. user of essential oils. I have some doTERRA stuff. I have some Young Living stuff. I don't really care who it's from, but I didn't realize that one of the main reasons I don't use them more is because they're kind of expensive. They are kind of expensive. And so I would just feel like, oh man, I really need to like make the most of these and not use them too frequently. TJ, don't you dare use two drops of lavender. (laughs) Don't do it. That's not true. That one's one of the cheaper ones. Okay. Um, Frankincense. Oh, yeah. Don't even touch it. Don't even look at it. Um, (laughs) That was pretty good that you knew that, though. Um, Anyway, I was on the phone with my friend the other day, and she was talking about an oil company that she has started ordering from Yes. called Revive. And I was like, oh, don't know anything about this. So started Googling, started reading, and I was like, oh, my word, this is like super legit. I'm going to order some stuff to see if I like it. And I'm obsessed. And I do not use that word often. No. I'm not one of those people who's like, I'm obsessed with like yeah. everything pumpkin I have. Spies. Yeah. Although, oh my word, they have a pumpkin pie blend. <laughs> this is great. That I am it's literally amazing. going to order like 15 more of because it's, I mean, I was, was my note of the day. I was like, you know, day whatever on my phone. And it was like, opened pumpkin pie blend. That was all I wrote. Yes. Because I was like, it was that important. 
you um, actually asked me that last night. You're like, what What should I diffuse? Yeah. And you, and I, I started, you read two of them and then you went pumpkin and you were going to read more and I just stopped you. And I was yeah. like, that one. Yeah, it's amazing. Fall. Anyway. Fall um, in a bottle. Yes, it is. It's called but Fall in a Bottle. they're super good. No, it's not. No, that'd be, that'd be, that'd good, be clever though. though. Yeah. Maybe they do have one of those. Anyway, I really like them. We'll link them in the show notes. I'll link them. They're super high quality. They are significantly cheaper. Right. Sorry, young living people. I know. I don't, it's nothing against the business. It's just, this is where I found some new ones and I really, really like them. Yeah. So we're sharing that info. Yeah. And I have a lot already. Yes. The shelf is full. But I can because they're not. Because they're cheaper. $89 a bottle. Wow. They're your feelings. And they're strong and they smell amazing. Strong feelings. Uh, my strong feelings are I went to the movies yesterday. The movies opened back up with a, with two new movies, Bill and Ted Face the Music and The New Mutants. I went and saw The New Mutants. It was terrible. It was a <laughs> terrible movie, but I was just happy to be back at the movie theater. Yeah. You guys know if you've listened to this podcast for any sort of long period of time or followed us for any long period of time, I love going to the movies and I love going by myself. I don't think that's weird. I don't think I'm a psychopath. I actually think I'm a brilliant stable genius yeah um and so that's a that's a trump line a brilliant stable genius oh is it yeah i think he said that one time <laughs> oh, um, word. Uh, it's great the movies were great <laughs> only impression i can do yeah. um and so i went bought my ticket because that's how movie theaters work i don't know if maybe you've forgotten yeah went in the theater was the only one in there wow literally the only one so did you pick the seat you were given? No, I moved. You moved. Smart. I like sitting in the aisle because I usually have to go to the bathroom a lot. Yeah. So, but I moved in the middle because I was like, I was going to say, yeah. you, you, realize, you recognize you could just get up at yes. any point. Okay. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> and I also enjoy my own company. So the trailer started playing. <laughs> and after each trailer, I made the same joke. I started clapping and looking around like anybody else like this trailer, totally knowing that I'm alone. And then I laughed at myself for making that joke. And then I made it again I and again and again. Someone was watching that security footage yeah. like, oh, we got one. He's finally here. <laughs> oh, he's laughing. He's laughing. Oh, he is a psychopath. <laughs> he's laughing alone. Okay, well. <laughs> so yeah, it was really good. It's so fun to be back in the movie theater. Had no fear. Yeah. Loved every second of it. And yeah. I will continue to go. Um yeah. Maybe to see better movies though. Yes, Tenet comes out soon, which I'm really excited. Christopher Nolan's new movie is gonna be good. It's gonna be good. All right. So yeah. Oh man. That was a lot. You've talked you talked a lot. I've talked a lot. Um just again, reminder, no episode next week will be in California. Uh another reminder, Brooks birthday collection, the date has been announced, October sixth. Mm-hmm. Should we tell him one of the designs? No, nope. no, no, no. Yeah, nope. just kidding. Okay, nope. yeah, it was just a joke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think that's it. I hope you guys no enjoyed notes. the No Notes show. No, How no, many notes? No notes. No notes. No notes. Zero notes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We guys, we appreciate you guys making us a part of your week. And we're very, very grateful for you. We are also almost to 200,000 total downloads on the podcast. Wow. I don't think this episode will do it. Yeah. But maybe by the next time, by the, like if people go back and listen, yeah. maybe by the next time we'll be there, which will be very, very exciting. That's and cool. that we're super grateful for that. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. okay I love, love you. Bye. bye.